Welcome to the SIFT Podcast, your number one podcast for business, finance, and psychology, where great entrepreneurs come to learn and grow. Welcome to this week's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about fundamental analysis at Sava Institute of Forex Trading. And I'll start, first of all, by explaining what fundamental analysis entails and this is pretty much reading, analyzing, and comprehending news, events, and reports. Now, this might include political, economical, and social events and their outcomes. Now, one thing to note, at Sava Institute of Forex Trading, we don't trade the news. Rather, we use the news and report from such events to give us a general overview of the price movement expected in the market. It gives us a general outlook of what to expect in the market. Now, this will enable us to know which side of the market we should be trading and depending on the news, whether or not to stay in the market. Now, different events impact the markets differently with different trends, depending on the effect on the economy and um perception of traders and investors. Events uh, such as the non-farm payroll or uh, the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, are usually of high relevance to us due to their direct impact on the economy and their function as an economic indicator. Now, as a trader, we should never succumb to the fear of missing out, or otherwise known as FOMO. Now, this is experience when the markets are highly volatile with a lot of buying or selling pressure, and the trader will try to enter a trade when the move being anticipated has already taken place or taken course, and they fear missing out on the trade and end up jumping into a move or a trade that has already happened. Now, it is for this reason that traders end up buying high and or and or selling low, cashing in losses in their trading accounts. Now, um, large, in, large trading institutes and banks use such events to trap retail traders, forcing them to close their positions after providing enough liquidity for this big institution to cash out on their positions. Now, it is for this reason we will put more focus on technical analysis than fundamental analysis due to the fact that technical analysis gives us more information on the market, more in-depth, uh, an in-depth story of what's going on in the market than fundamentals. Now, this is, however, not to implicate that fundamental analysis is of no importance. We will um, we will now look at uh, non-farm payroll and uh, Federal Open Market Committee because um, they are one of the main or uh, the new news events that have a very very big impact on the markets. Now, for the non-farm non-farm payroll or also known as NFP, it's simply a report on the percentage change of employment numbers and average hourly earnings in the U.S. economy, excluding 
the farming sector. Why? Due to its subjectivity to seasonal changes. Now, the NFP is a key economic indicator on the performance of the U.S. economy in the previous month, and um, its report has a very, very great impact on the U.S. dollar as the native currency of the United States. Now, our positive um, non-farm payroll report indicates that employers were able to accommodate and find employees and citizens were able to find jobs due to the favorable business climate in the previous month. Now, a higher change in the average hourly earnings indicate that employees earned more per hour due to the employers being able to afford paying them more. This also contributed by the healthy business climate that exists with a positive NFP or non-farm payroll. Now, this indicates that the U.S. economy performed better month on month in the previous month compared to the month before and that the dollar, the native currency, begins to appreciate in value, reflecting this performance and also increase in demand for this currency from foreign investors. Now, foreign investors will be looking to invest in economies where uh, they are performing better than others and where the return on investment is a bit more higher than other economies. Now, a negative non-farm payroll report indicates that jobs created in the previous month did not exceed jobs created in the month before and that average hourly earnings might have not changed. The change might be at a 0.1% or 0.0% or maybe 0.2% uh, as an example. Now, uh, the non-farm payroll is released every first Friday of the month during the New York trading session by the Department of Labor. Now, during the release, U.S. dollar traded pairs will show high volatility due to the massive buying and selling pressure of the currency. Now, I warn, however, not to trade the non-farm payroll release if you have no prior experience due to the volatility forcing price to rally in either a bullish move, bearish move, or both. Now, um, like I said before, big banks, like for example the Deutsche Bank, will use such opportunities to trap retail traders by moving price counter to what most retail traders anticipate. Now, if most retail traders anticipate a bullish move on the US dollar, what you will see happening is that the US dollar will actually depreciate in value and this now will trap a lot of retail traders, retail investors, forcing them to close their position. And now these retail investors and traders will be providing liquidity for these big institutes like the Deutsche Bank or Citibank to be able to cash out on their positions. Now, moving on to the next topic, which is the Federal Open Market Committee or the FOMC. Now, um, the FOMC is a branch of the Federal Reserve Board that determines the direction of 
monetary policy in the United States. The FOMC meets eight times a year to discuss whether to maintain or change current monetary policies. Now, um, the feds are responsible for discussing, analyzing, and executing change in interest and inflation rates in the USA. And uh, since the the global credit crisis in 2008, interest rates have been hailed as low as two as low as 2.5% at this time now due to the global credit crisis that happened in the 2007-2008 if you remember what happened to a big institute like the Lehman Brothers during that time now low interest rates provide the opportunity for people to borrow more money from banks and increase consumer price index and we're going later on to talk about consumer price index, which is also an economic indicator together with um, producer price index PPI and their relevance and how they're uh, correlated or interrelated with each other. Now, the consumer price index is simply an economic indicator measuring changes in price level of market basket of consumer goods and services purchased by households. Basically, it's a measure of spending behavior and inflation. Now, when the interest rates increase, the percentage of bank savings also increase due to the higher returns accounts received from banks. This will in turn lead to lower consumer spending, CPI, Consumer Price Index, and also lower inflation rate. Now, inflation rates are expressed as a percentage and indicate a decrease in the purchasing purchasing power of a nation's currency. Now, basically, high inflation rates implicate an increase in prices of goods and services, whereas deflation, now the opposite of inflation, implies a decrease in price of goods and services. Now, the feds in the United States are responsible for the monetary policy and will always look into stabilizing the economy by striking a balance between inflation and interest rates. Now, high interest rates leads to currency value appreciation since um, this is coupled up with a lower rate of inflation indicating a robust or stark economy. Now, this will attract foreign investors who will be looking into investing in the country and also in the native currencies. And a good example is um, currency curry traders. This was much more popular back in 2009 with the Japanese yen. And I will ask you guys to do a research on uh, curry trading and what it what it entails. I'll just give you a tip. Curry trading is basically buying, investing in a currency that has a higher uh, interest rates, and then at the same time borrowing from a currency. For example, um, the Bank of Japan has interest rates. This is just an example. Is 
its interest rates at 0.5%, and in the U in the US, interest rates are at are at around 4%. Now, what will happen is um, investors will be looking into borrowing uh, Jap Japanese yen from the Bank of Japan, where interest rates are low at 0.5%, and now investing it into uh, the US economy, where interest rates are at 4%. This is just an example, because currently interest rates are at 2.5% in the USA. And what will happen is the investors will, at the end of one year, get their sum invested in the U.S. economy plus the 4% interest rate and then have to pay back the money borrowed from uh, the Bank of Japan uh, with a 0.5% uh, interest rate. And now the difference is where now the investors get their profit from. And this is also sometimes leveraged to increase returns, yeah? Now, when uh, interests are high, this provides buying opportunities for the US dollar, but it will also depend on the technical story behind the market, and that's why I say technical analysis is of more importance than fundamental analysis, but this is not um, going, like, this is not talking or being against fundamental traders, yeah? Because with uh, currency trading, as long as you're making money, it does, does not depend on the strategy you're using, as long as you have a positive P&L or profit and loss by the end of the year. Now, lowering interest rates, on the other hand, increase inflation rates. Low interest rates discourage savings, bank savings, and promotes more borrowing of money, and it's also the current situation in Europe, with uh, the European Central Bank holding interest rate as low as zero percent. Yeah. Now a lot of money will be in circulation, and people will have a lot of disposable income, increasing consumer price index and prices of goods and services. This is also caused by high demand for specific goods and services with limited supply, yeah, from a demand curve perspective. Now, this will lead to a depreciation, depreciation in value of the native currency, and selling opportunities will arise. And um, before I end this podcast, I repeat again, do not succumb in FOMO or the fear of missing out. We only use fundamental analysis uh, to, to give us a general overview of what is going to happen in the market and whether or not we should be in the market or not. For example, the FOMC, the, fin the Federal Open Market Committee, we had uh, the review yesterday on the 20th uh, March during the New York session where we saw uh, the pound dollar moving 60 points in percentage within an hour. We saw the New Zealand dollar, US dollar, moving 85 points in percentage within a time frame of one hour. So it's very risky to be, to, to be involved in when such news events come out. But as a trader, it's fairly important to be an all-rounded trader whereby 
you have information about everything that's going on around the market, be it fundamentally, technically, and, you know, use such information now to narrow down on your trading strategy and always be on the safe side of the market. Remember, it's always about process over outcome. Process over outcome. See you in the next podcast and um, have a good day. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember, guys, it's process over outcome.